The ability to preach is something I have always respected. I've had the privilege to experience some incredible sermons from many remarkable people like Emily, Ted, Les, and of course Whitney. I've always aspired to give my own sermon. Two years ago, my brother preached, and after hearing his sermon, I thought that I actually might be interested in this. If he could do it, I was sure I could too. I thought about it more and more, and I soon told my mom that I would like to give a sermon one day. It seemed easy at the time. All I had to do was get up here, say a few words, and be done. But when I eventually received the phone call from Whitney asking if I wanted to preach, for some reason, I was a little taken back. And I realized this was not going to be as easy as I had thought. I started out small and just read the lesson and the gospel over and over, and I get, began to generate some ideas. I found that these passages really stood out compared to others, and I loved the overall message. In the first passage, religious authorities are giving very strict orders to the apostles that they cannot teach in Jesus' name any longer. Yet Peter responds that, the word of God, that they must continue Jesus' teachings, and the word of God cannot be silenced. Although the apostles may face serious punishment, they know that they must obey the Lord, for his rule stands over that of any human. At the time, society does not think very highly of Christians and their beliefs in Jesus Christ. However, it is clear to the apostles that they must continue to teach the word of God and spread their faith regardless of any, what any human says or thinks. This idea of doing what is right must still hold true today. Occasionally, a community may tell us that an idea or action is misguided or incorrect. However, we may know that it is in fact righteous and just. For instance, recently, Governor Malloy signed a very strict bill on gun control into law. This act was very controversial to people all over the country. The thought of limiting a constitutional right given to every United States citizen is appalling to some and is causing much debate. However, I support Governor Malloy's decision to regulate guns. I believe that the idea of restricting one's guns rights is appropriate in many ways. We have this gruesome technology that has the ability to take the life of a human being with incredible ease. One of God's beautiful creations can be taken away with such a simple action, and therefore it is immoral to not regulate these weapons. I feel that God believes this too. This is why, while, my, while many people may disagree with my beliefs, I will continue to stand by them because I believe that God feels the same way. Similarly, Peter and the apostles felt the same way about continuing to spread Jesus' teachings. Although many people thought that they were mistaken, the apostles, they continued to stay true to their beliefs, all because they knew it was righteous and just. This year is also a very highly controversial time because our views on gay marriage are changing. Many believe that marriage should involve only two people of different gender, while others think that it only matters if the two love each other. Just like the new gun laws, this is sparking lots of debate in both the general population and the Supreme Court. I'm sure we will continue to see arguments over this topic in the future, and all I can say is that I hope we will act like the apostles did. They made the right decision by continuing to teach the word of Jesus in the face of adversity. I hope that we as a nation and as a people can make the right choice on this legislative process and be in line with God's will. I pray that we will make the appropriate decision even if it does not agree with the majority of society. We must all carry this idea of doing what is right into our own lives, even if others disagree. Amen. All right. Um, from the weekly readings, we should strive to translate the underlying message into our own lives. 
In this particular Gospel of John, we can see clearly the impact of faith on Jesus' disciples. Although many of us may recognize the importance of faith, it is often difficult to implement it into our daily lives. Recently, when I was approached to do this sermon, I was unsure. Yet, I agreed to follow through with it, hoping that somehow I could pull it together and look professional up here. To help prepare me, I met with Mother Whitney and, uh, this past week, and we spoke about faith. And after reading multiple translations of the gospel, I left after having a wonderful conversation and getting to know the Bible a bit better. But I also left without an inkling of what I was going to write. I felt like I knew the message I wanted to say, yet I was not sure how to articulate it properly. Through my anxiety on writing this speech, Mother Whitney assured me by simply saying, it will work itself out. At that moment, it hit me that Mother Whitney was not just going to give me words for the sermon. <laughs> Later on, I realized that what Mother Whitney had said, that it will work itself out, tied into the theme of this gospel, the gospel this week flawlessly. In fact, in saying this, she demonstrated her endless faith in not only God to help me figure this out, but also demonstrated her faith in me, a teenager, which is having real faith. I had Whitney's faith, and I additionally had God to turn to. In the end, my sermon will not go down in history, will probably not be remembered for very long in people's minds. Yet, it reminds me that faith in God is not only necessary for the bigger things in life. If you aim to truly walk in the light of God, then faith is the perfect place to start. Faith. As you, walk, as you work through any tragedies, major milestones, changes, but most importantly, as you work through your everyday life. If you can cultivate this faith, then even for the small things, you can turn to God and feel more in touch with him. Easier said than done, right? Well, another point to emphasize from the gospel is being able to believe and have faith without seeing. Jesus says to Thomas, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. This can directly translate to each and every one of us. The majority of us will probably not see Jesus appear in the flesh, flesh as Thomas did anytime soon. Therefore, we must focus less on the obvious signs of the Lord's presence and look more deeply into the small things. At the end of my bi-weekly confirmation classes over the past few months, we usually look close, um, we usually close our prayer in a specific manner. We stand in a circle and share whatever we want, such as a blessing, special moment, struggle, or anything else we have come to think of. At this time, everyone can share blessings or what, or what really are signs of God. From a rainbow to achieving a better grade on a test than expected, from making the team to having gone to church recently, from a loved one's success to any other signs of God in life. God may not constantly be physically with you, but he is always there in spirit. He is always supporting you and in touch with you if you can open up to have faith in him. It is easy to have doubts when there is little to no cold, hard science to back up. Back up God. I'm only 14 years old, and I have had periods of doubt, and I am sure most of you have had or will have them as well. It is not a sin to have such doubts, but rather an opportunity. If you are feeling conflicted, look at the miracles of God and the signs in the Bible and everyday life. Take a doubt and spin it into an opportunity to strengthen your love and faith in God. Despite any circumstances, God will be there for you so long as you have faith in his power and aim to walk in his light. 
Faith is a great and holy gift, a lifter of burdens in time of tragedy, or if you just need a little more faith in yourself or your own teenager. Thank you.